At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, your official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of the Charlotte Hornets, presented by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care providers of the Charlotte Hornets. Rob Longo with you today after Charlotte's 123-112 win last night in Cleveland, moving to 2-0 early on in the season. Plenty to get to on today's episode, which, by the way, is the 200th episode of the HHC. So, when Sam Farber told me that, that. It was indeed the 200th edition of the Hornets Hivecast. He told me not to throw a party, so needless to say, you know, I was a little disappointed, but it would definitely be worth a mention nonetheless. So, to help me celebrate this momentous occasion, he's a coordinator of social media, Wes Robinson. Wes, appreciate you joining me here on the Hornets Hivecast today. Rob, I really appreciate it. And to know that this is the 200th episode, the Hornets are undefeated. It's a brand new season. And we're in the weekend. It just makes it even more better to be on this episode with Yeah, everything coming up purple and teal so far here in the last 24 hours. Like I mentioned, there's a lot to get to in today's edition, including the return of Real Access. Back for season two after giving us such a great look behind the curtain last season. We'll also talk about a little bit of what's going on with Hornets social media this season as well. But let's go ahead and begin with a recap of this one. The Hornets trailed by as many as 11 in the first half, but Kelly Oubre Jr. came off the bench and provided a spark, especially to end the first half. Ball dribbled, Ish Smith runs into a couple legs, lobs it up, Oubre will throw it down with one-tenth of a second left in the second quarter. Now that is a Dr. Pepper dunk. If I ever saw one, Kelly Oubre pounding it down. Charlotte trailed by five heading into the locker room, 59-54, but that didn't last long. The Hornets took the lead midway through the third quarter, relinquished it a time or two, but ultimately took a one-point lead into the fourth quarter, and the Hornets never looked back, ripping off a 19-2 run to start the final stanza in route to a 123-112 victory to improve to 2-0 on the regular season so far. As is customary here on the Hornets Hivecast West, the guest always gets to go first. So what was your biggest takeaway after last night's win? Yes, I love the production that Kelly Oubre provides for this team. It's a huge spark 
There's so many different aspects. I know a lot of people had a lot of questions coming in on wondering about uh, Kelly's outside shooting. I know you kind of struggle with it a lot in Golden State, and it's something that he definitely takes pride in and wants to be better at, but I think he's been doing a phenomenal job. He has the confidence within himself to know that he's just going to keep shooting and he, it's not really it's never a bad shot that he takes. It's one that he's he, he know that he's comfortable in. He likes to set himself up and he can also pump fake and drive to the basket and also to distribute the ball as well. There's so many different areas that Kelly Oubre can execute and, and be a spark for us on the offensive end. And I can tell you as long as I've been with the organization, being on the opposite side of Kelly Oubre has always been tough on Charlotte, as Eric Collins had touched on tonight, is that he was just such a hornet killer for so many different years. So it's good to have him on our outside this season, providing that help for us off the bench. Into the corner, Ubre open for three. He'll pass on it, drives the lane up in the lefty lane. Yes, and it's three the old-fashioned way. Ubre passed on the three-point shot, went into attack mode, and he's able to get in there and lay it in with a finger roll. Yeah, for me, I remember watching Kelly Oubre play against the Hornets, obviously, last season at Golden State, and remember him hitting threes in the corner and doing, you know, blowing kisses to the bench and that sort of thing, but he's one of those guys you always love to have him on your side of the fence. For me, the bigger picture of what I took away from last night's game was the bench as a whole. It's something that I really loved in last night's win. I've said it multiple times here on the HHC that the improved scoring of the second unit in the offseason was going to be the most important thing for the team this year. So so far through two games, that's showed. Charlotte finished with 45 bench points last night, mostly because of Ubre's 25 coming off the bench. However, Cody Martin provided 10 off the bench as well, which included a stealthy steal and score in the fourth quarter to really propel a 19-2 run that I mentioned just a few moments ago. Allen has poked from behind, and Martin has the steal. Martin flying up the floor. He'll come in and throws it down with a right hand with Allen pursuing from behind. My goodness. So, like I mentioned, bench play, a huge deal for me yesterday. Here's what James Borrego said yesterday about the bench play through two games so far this season. Well, it was a total team effort. You know, we didn't get off to a great start. Our bench really got us back in that game. You know, Ish comes in, Cody Martin. You got to give Kelly Oubre a lot of credit for just keeping us in that first half until we found our rhythm. So the depth is there every single night. You don't know who's going to step up. You know somebody's going to step up. That could come out of the first group or the second group. But I love our depth. I love our toughness. Our ability to, to guard in both units, I think, is going to be important. Wes, something that we saw in the first couple of preseason games with health and safety protocols and the Hornets not really having a full deck to play with was the emergence of guys like Cody Martin and Kelly Oubre. Now, we knew what Kelly Oubre was capable of. We've seen what Cody Martin has done in the past for this team. But just seeing it all kind of culminate here through the first two games just really shows the depth that this Hornets team has, which wasn't really the case in the past couple of seasons. Yeah, I mean, James Borrego touched on it. You just really don't know on any given night who's going to be that spark off the bench, and that's really huge for us. That's something that we've been able to play off of over the last three years is that we've lost some guys, but we've also gained some guys this season. We're still on track. Uh, you can't really pinpoint Who's going to be the guy? I know LaMelo Ball had an amazing first game, and, and such as Gordon Hayward as well. But then you get a person like Kelly Oubre who gets his shot going, right? And then Cody Martin, he's not much of a scorer, but this guy just has a knack for just being diving for loose balls, getting steals, rebounding. And then you get a veteran point guard. I, I love this signing by Ish Smith. I've followed his career uh, since he was undrafted. Uh, even when he was in Detroit and, and New Orleans and other places that he's played at, he's always been a huge provider off the bench. He's a very smart point guard who can facilitate and get the second unit going. He does not mind, he, uh, for, as, for as far as I've been following his career, 
he's never really pushed himself to be the number one point guard, but to be that guy on the bench to, to, to keep the flow of the offense going. And when you got a guy like LaMelo Ball providing the stuff that he can do already, then when he goes to the bench and then you bring in a guy like Ish Smith playing alongside Kelly Oubre, playing alongside P.J. Washington, it's just very hard for, for you to stop the Hornets when they're playing like that, you know, a, a full game. I mean, the first half is still something that – they're still working on or how they're going to start. But in the second half, you can tell that once they're able to sit back and relax and get the flow of the game, they're, they're tough to stop. And it's a game of runs, and that's something that we can do very good in games. Charlotte ripped off a couple of runs, especially in the second half. The Hornets had a lot of runs yesterday, a 14-6 to run in the third quarter, a 10-1 to run to start the fourth quarter, which extended into a 19-2 to run. So the pace doesn't really drop off by any means, really, when a guy like Ish Smith comes in to give LaMelo Ball a spell or two whenever he needs a break. Once again, your final score from last night, 123-112. to The Hornets improved to 2-0 and will be heading to Brooklyn here in just a few days. But Wes, was there anything else that really stood out to you in last night's game? I mean, it's just a great thing to see, just to have our guys play together. Like I said before, um, we didn't really get a chance, and you said earlier on as well, that we didn't really get a chance to see these guys play together because Kelly Oubre only played one game, and then Gordon uh, missed some time as well. So we're now getting able to see the full effect of what this team is and what the buildup and the excitement is all about. I mean, we heard about it during camp, but it's, it's just great to see us to be able to put it all together. And um, I think uh, uh, Eric Collins pinpointed yesterday that for the first time this year, everybody on this team was handpicked or traded for by Mitch Kupchak. So it's just amazing to see from where he came into and how he's been able to uh, make so many different moves and changes. And I think we're now starting to see the fruits of, of a lot of that labor and even the four pillars that James Borrego talked about of what he wanted this team to be. And I think it's only up from here. I think this is going to be a very exciting season, Rob. And I think we're going to have a lot more to talk about, less silver linings. I'm not saying we're not going 82 and 0 or anything like that, but we're going to have a lot of great games and a lot of exciting times at Bud City for sure. Yeah, the silver linings are great and all, but always nice to really pick it up after a win, that's for sure. 123-112, to 112, your final score from yesterday's contest. The Hornets improving the 2-0, and 0, all thanks to a team high. 30 points by Miles Bridges. Also, Kelly Oubre Jr. with 25 points. Cody Martin getting in on the act as well with 10 points coming off the bench. Gordon Hayward at 18. And LaMelo Ball was the other Hornet in double figures with 17 points as well. A new season means that there are always new and exciting features, not only on the floor with trade and free agent acquisitions, but on social media and digital media as well. We'll talk about those next right here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. I get allergy care from the doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates who know how to treat me, not just my symptoms. Now that my allergies are under control, I can ride my bike whenever I want, just like I did as a kid. Senta offers allergy testing and a wide range of treatment in North and South Carolina. Play like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Rob Longo and Wes Robinson with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast following Charlotte's 123-112 win in Cleveland last night. Hornets are off today before taking on Brooklyn tomorrow. Sam Farber will return to the captain's chair for that podcast episode to get you set for that one between the Nets and the Bugs. But I wanted to get everyone caught up on what's new this year from the social media side of things. And who better to talk about that with than none other than the coordinator of social media himself. Wes, we've already seen some new things on Hornets social 
social media this year already. Like some of the really sharp graphics that I just absolutely love. Some of the starting five graphics, all of that stuff looks so great. What else is new this year or in the works that you can at least tell us about for right now? We want to put the content in our fans' hands and we want them to let us know exactly what they want to see. And it's just more into this team. I think just as much as we are excited, the entire city of Charlotte is definitely excited about these uh, teams the players and the coaches, and we want to be able to put a lens on everything that we can show inside of what the construction of Buzz City is and what we're going to be going forward. And we're going to try many different things, such as real access. You did mention the the graphics. Shout out to Jesse and our whole graphics department doing an amazing job with the look as well. We have an amazing video team. Shout out to those guys as well, where we're trying to coordinate a lot of like more photos and more videos and uh, making the highlights even more fun, giving you different angles, right? Angles from the crowd, angles from the court. We just want to make sure that if you're not able to attend many games, you're going to feel like you're there through our social media. And we even want to have a little bit of fun, too. We know that we have so many different personalities on our team, and these guys really do enjoy playing with each other and having fun off the court as well. We want to highlight that as well with uh, so many different things, such as Social Buzz. That's something that we did a couple of years ago that we're thinking about bringing it back. It may be called Social Buzz. We may work on a different title, but we want to just kind of show a lot of different things that the guys are talking about on social media and bring it to light. So we're excited for everyone to uh, look at our content. And we've already heard amazing things about what we've done over the past years, and people love it. But just be buckle up and be ready for more because we're taking it to the next level for sure. So follow us at, at Hornets.com on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, and also TikTok. I don't do the TikTok thing, but I will take your word for it. Uh, but at, at any rate, there's obviously a lot of stuff going on. If, Like you mentioned, it's a great way to get fans engaged if they aren't able to make it to games. But if you can't, well, shame on you. Get your tickets at Hornets.com because this team is a lot of fun to watch. If Wednesday's home opener was any indication of that, and of course, last night's game as well, you're really going to want to watch this team in person with some of the talent that they have. Again, tickets available at Hornets.com. Your next opportunity will be on Monday. The Hornets will be coming off a back the back taking on the Boston Celtics here at the Hive but you know Wes one of my favorite things that I love about social media is the way that you're able to not only engage with the players but you really get to learn about who they are and what they're about off the court that's one of my favorite things I love learning the personalities about some people a couple of my favorite things that I've already seen this year from the social media side from the Hornets is the stuff like the Q&A questions on Instagram live stories getting the guys after practice that sort of thing just having the fans being engaged with them too, letting them ask the questions and having those get picked for them. And a couple of other things I love too was of course the return of Drip or Drop. We've already seen one of those installments so far too. And of course, you know, you see some stuff with engagement as well, like, you know, LaMelo Ball's suit from Wednesday night as well. It's just something that I really enjoy seeing from all aspects. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, the Q&A questionnaire is something that, that was a new feature added to Instagram, I, I would think about two or three years ago. And hey, but what better way to uh, get fans excited than to know that after you watch the, a game and in a win, you want, you can get a chance to be able to ask your favorite player uh, certain questions about the game, right? That's just, that's just something that we want fans to look forward to. I know I've been a Charlotte fan long before I started working here, and I know um, I am now able to be in the forefront of the things that I've always wanted to see as a fan growing up. I wanted to ask certain questions. I wanted to see learn more about the head coach and his staff, right, behind him as well. I want to learn about from – the last man to the bench all the way to the, the star 
of the team. I wanted to learn. So I wanted to be in the forefront of the team. So as they're moving and they're they're having uh, success and they're winning games, I want to feel like I'm part of that success. And that's what I want to bring to our fans that always feel like every practice, every time that we're around our guys, we're going to give you an opportunity to experience, to know more about these guys or participate in more engagement, such as IG Lives. We're probably going to explore with that maybe later down the line and such as our questionnaires as well. And the best part about working with these guys is that everybody has, like, a certain identity, right? It's certain, like, something like the Avengers, right? So many different characters, so many different powers. Everybody can do their own thing, but everybody has a unique personality about them. Like, LaMelo Ball does the spaceship with the dancing man, right? We use those emojis a lot. Kelly Oubre refers to himself as Tsunami, right? So we use the wave emojis. Terry Rozier, three, right? We hold up three I've kind of came up with this new thing. I don't know if he likes it or not, but I'll do it until he tells me not. The GH20 with Gordon Hayward, right? Get your daily dose of GH20. This is stuff. This fun stuff we get to have with the guy. Sky Miles, right? That's something else that we love to have fun. I mean, we're going to ride that wave until we can't anymore. But everybody has something unique about them, and that just makes it even more fun for us on social media. It's the best job in the world. I love what I do. Plenty of personalities go around on this team. I'm going to give you a challenge, though, here, Wes. I want to get something engaging for Mason Plumley because he seems like he's just a very plain Jane kind of guy. Yeah, we're still working on him. You know, Mason's a new guy, and ish, we're kind of riding the hometown kid because he is from Charlotte. So uh, we're still working on emojis for for my guy, Mason Ish. But Ish and Mason, if y'all listening, don't worry about it. We're We're going to figure it out. I mean, if you have any suggestions, we're always open to it. But my goal is that everybody's going to have a nickname or an emoji by the end of the season. I love it. I love it. I did take Ish's recommendation, though, after his Instagram Q&A about the best place to get food in Charlotte. So I will leave that up to uh, you guys to go out and try to find it because I don't want to give away any free endorsements here unless they're willing to pay me. But that is not what the Hornets Hivecast is for. We talked about all these personalities. We talked about kind of peeling the behind the scenes aspect of everything and what you're able to see from these players. One more aspect of that is real access in the first episode of season two dropped earlier this week we will talk about that next here on the hornets hivecast hornets fans make sure you download the hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience the hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all your information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day you'll also find predictive games mobile food ordering and even a wallet for your nfts download the hornets app today Rob Longo and Wes Robinson, the coordinator of social media here with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, putting a button on this one. And one of the things I want to touch on, Wes, was, well, we already talked about how influential and how these players can kind of express themselves on social media through Hornets social. But one of the other things that we see a lot here, especially over the last season, was the introduction of real access. Last year was obviously such a bizarre season. The Hornets fans weren't really able to engage with the players like they normally would. But Real Access really did a good job going behind the scenes and getting that kind of content that not everybody gets to really see at the end of the day. One of the things that I really love is, again, you go and you see what 
these players are going through. You you see what the daily grind looks like through, well, what last year was a 72-game NBA season. This year, obviously, 82 games. But this first installment of Real Access kind of set the tone. It kind of set the scene a little bit. Without going into too much detail, it kind of touches on, you know, Miles Bridges and the loss to Indiana last year in the play-in tournament. James Brago kind of setting the scene as well about what his expectations are for this team moving forward with some free agent acquisitions, some trade acquisitions as well. But you know, it was a great first episode to kind of set the scene. Wes, what was the biggest takeaway for you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the double E for me. It's the expectations for the season and the excitement around it as well. I mean, we we could, we could all agree that last year, the way the season ended abruptly, I mean, right when we were really starting to fill our team out, and I mean, we had, you know, some, some tough blows with LaMelo Ball going down and Gordon Hayward as well. We wanted more from this team, and we didn't get a chance to see more. And We had to really sit back once again and from the outside looking in the, in the playoffs. And it's like we kind of sat home noticing that that could have been us. You know, that could have been our opportunity uh, to be in the playoffs. But the past is the past. You know, things happen. Um, this is a new season, and you could tell that same chip that those guys had back in, uh, in the playing tournament after that loss to Indiana, they're carrying it over in this season. And even the new guys, I mean, these guys weren't even here. Plumlee, uh, Ish Smith, the rookies, Oubre as well. But they're also coming in with this chip, and they're buying into whatever that we have going. They they want to do whatever it takes to get us to the next level. And they, they're playing with that same chip when they show that. I know we touched in on Miles a lot in this episode. I mean, he kind of had a, 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 a tough chip on his shoulder. He's been talking about it all summer. He's been working really hard. He's been working on many things in his game. And, you know, this is something – this is kind of like the year that he wants to prove. I mean, he's he's no longer that young player in the NBA now. He's moving into – he's transitioning and elevating his career into more of a veteran style. Now he's teaching and mentoring the young guys and leading this team, as we saw last night with the 30-point performance. I mean, I was here during his rookie year, and one thing he wanted to pride himself on, beyond being an amazing dunker, but he also wanted to perfect his uh, ability to shoot from outside pick his spots on the floor, be comfortable dishing, you know, when he when it's, when it's needed. And he also prided himself in being a great rebounder as well. And I think to see where he has elevated his game from 2018 is definitely remarkable. He, and he's taking a stride every single year. So we're like, we're getting to know a little bit about more where Miles is and where he is mentally going into the season. And I love the ability that last year real access was amazing and on point because there was so much taken away from us halfway through the year. We couldn't let fans in the building. We only could let a certain amount of fans in. So fans wanted to see more, but they also knew that during the situation that we were in, you know, it was tough for them to really get the access like they used to have. So real access brought that we, – we brought the content to them. And, and, we were, and our team worked their tail off night in, night out, every practice on the road, uh, just as much as the team were putting in the grind. Our digital team hats off to – uh, a lot of my colleagues, uh, they all did a great job in bringing that attention uh, to, to the fans as well to show what the grit and grind is. So everybody knows what we went through last year. So now we're going to give you an insight on how we're going to feed off of last year and where we're going to go from uh, from there this year. Yeah, that was pretty much my biggest takeaway from the first edition of Season 2 of Real Access was Miles using that Indiana game as motivation for his off-season workouts. And, you know, he talked about every time he got tired, he just kind of went back and he thought about that game and getting embarrassed and getting blown out. And it just kind of propelled him to work even harder. And I think you saw that, like you mentioned, a lot last night with a team-high 30 points. 
four of nine from beyond the arc. He touched on how he wanted to improve his three-point shooting, and that's just more proof of it right there, going four of nine from three-point land, 13 to 24 shooting overall as well. He also had seven rebounds, so, you know, just a complete player overall for Miles Bridges. Again, he was pretty close to being a 50-40-90 guy last year, so that just kind of shows that the talent is certainly there. More episodes of Real Access will be on the way this season. It'll be all year long once again. Highly encourage you to check it out on Hornets.com. Such a fantastic, fantastic watch. Again, I can't stress it enough. I just love seeing that behind-the-scenes stuff, seeing the rawness of it. And one of the things that I think a lot of people don't realize is, you know, it takes a lot of convincing to, you know, have people follow you around with a camera, not quite 24-7, but for the majority of your workday. And one of the things I've noticed, taking a page out of a different kind of behind-the-scenes show that the Pittsburgh Penguins have done now for 10 years, it's called In the Room, and one of the things that they were able to convince players with was being there for those special moments, saying, we're documenting this for you, so, you know, when your playing days are over, when you've moved on to different things, you can go back and rewatch this and say, okay, yeah, I remember that. I remember this. And Wes, I feel like that's something that you guys try to kind of convey on the social media side of things as well. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing that people love, I mean, definitely as I'm a consumer of of a lot of sports, I love documentaries. I love to look back on NBA history. I mean, NBA TV does a great job a lot with those montages, just showing like, what was it like back in the 80s when Bird and and Magic played against each other, and then even the uh, old Hornets, right, learning about Larry and Dell and Muggsy. I mean, I watch those things over and over. So uh, for us creating this real access, it's going to give you an inside look. And, Rob, when we do take that jump and we're holding that trophy in the air at the end of the year, we're going to look back on the grit and grind and say, look, we follow this team every step of the way to see where they're going. So that's what the real access is definitely going to be for, for fans. Wes, I love the mentality. I love it. I love it. Wes Robinson, the coordinator of social media. Appreciate you hopping on the Hornets Hivecast today. No, I really appreciate it. Go Hornets. And thanks all of you for tuning in as well. Once again, the Hornets victorious in Cleveland, 123-112 to 112 last night, improving the 2-0 and on the regular season. Again, a reminder, we will be back at it tomorrow. Sam Farber in the captain's chair getting you set for a 4 o'clock tip-off tomorrow in Brooklyn between the Nets and the Hornets. I'm Rob Longo saying so long. Thank you for tuning in to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, and we'll see you next time here on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.